Your weekend is not complete without the First Lady of New York Radio. It's the Joan Hamburg Show. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Welcome, everyone. It's Joan Hamburg, freshly back from an incredible holiday. We were in London for Christmas, and my daughter-in-law, Christina Kirk, who's a wonderful actress, was starring in a play, which I will try to remember to mention to you a couple of times so you can see it if you're going to London, called Infinite Life. It played here in New York. It was a big hit. And then it went over to London where an even bigger hit. And it was extended and it sold out. It's packed. It was really thrilling for me. And I'm sure because being an actress is really hard. And to see her picture all over the place and she got brilliant reviews, it was very exciting. And we had a lot of us. There were 10 of us, including two kids. And we did a lot. We, Of course, we ate a lot. But the food in London is really delicious. And we stayed in nice hotels. We walked everywhere. And I couldn't believe that I said to my knee, don't give out. This is it. And it's going to have to carry me all over the place. And it did. It was just extraordinary. We walked a minimum of two miles a day. And it worked. It's the best walking city. You, and you can do it. And you can go into the parks, even in the rain. The rain is different. I mean, I must say we had a little hail one day and stuff like that. But it doesn't matter. You accept it as part of London, and it's sort of gentle. So if you can even get away and get cheap tickets for a long weekend, I said to my kids, it takes longer to go to the Hamptons sometimes than it does to get on a plane, British Air, terrific, and get into London. There are plenty of places to stay. Some of the people with us were very young. They stayed at Airbnbs. Loved it. Even if you've never been there, you can imagine London is one of the greatest cities anywhere, anywhere. And I've been lucky enough to travel a lot. A lot through um, radio, taking listeners all over the world, really. And yet you go to London and there's something about it that is so magic. You know, I have a lot of guidebooks and I particularly like Rick Stevens. He holds you by the hand and takes you everywhere. And he pointed out it's so English, but it's so worldly it's so old and traditional, and yet London is so new and modern. There are so many sites, whether you um, get on a bus, and he's describing all this, walk through the West End, go take the kids to the Tower of London, look at the Big Ben, go to Parliament. It's just endless, all the great things, the National Gallery. I didn't do the Harry Potter film studio, but a lot of people did that and said the kids love that. It's great. Everything we did was special, whether it was a museum, whether it was a restaurant, and you cannot believe the people. You know that 
there were many nights that we couldn't walk on the street. It was so crowded. So many and happy having such a good time. And of course, the holidays, it was bedecked in lights everywhere. And you've got to go to Covent Garden and look at all the people from all over the world. And everyone is incredibly friendly, too. You can take a subway and not worry about it, you know, the way we do here. I mean, maybe you don't worry, but I worry. The subway has a lot of issues. But their subway, which they call the tube, is incredible. And, of course, as many times as I've seen changing of the guard, this time we had my granddaughter and her cousin, young, she's 12 and he's 10. They were like ecstatic at the changing of the guards. They were so excited. I love to go to Harrods, the fabulous market. Well, really shop. And look at the cashmeres, which are a really good buy. Or the street markets, which are so much fun. You get the best deals and you can negotiate and you just walk through. Everything is really great. I know you're going to love it. And we took my granddaughter. She only wanted tea because she read about it. And everywhere you go, they serve tea, whether it's a hotel, a department store or what. And as they pointed out in the guidebook, a cream tea is the cheapest tea. The most expensive is the champagne tea. So I didn't know what that was. I looked it up in my guidebook. And a cream tea is a pot of tea, loose, strained into your cup. And they always add milk. And then they usually serve it with homemade scones, which are so delicious, homemade strawberry jam, and a thick, creamy butter and clotted cream. It's delicious. And then you get a three-tier tray of the bottom of these little finger sandwiches, cucumber, uh, smoked salmon, scones in the middle, and then the top, naturally, I would love that, the tiny cakes and pastries. Some teas include a glass of champagne, and others don't. So champagne isn't my favorite thing, but those cookies and cakes and everything were. So don't have tea too close to dinner time because I'm telling you, you you won't be able to eat your dinner. And some of the hotels serve tea all the time. Even at noon, they serve tea. But every neighborhood in London is something else. And you can eat your way through the city, which we did. We went to a place that I've done. There's a lot of restaurants but there's one that I found really unusual and special. It was called Brat and Clemson's Arch and a really delicious menu, no matter what you had. They have a big wood fire all around a circle and everything from pork chops to crab, sea bass, huge sirloins are cooked over this roaring fire. 
and then they serve it with a lot of starters. The Brussels sprouts in London were like the best Brussels sprouts I ever had anywhere. And so were the fish croquets, the grilled mussels. We, I must say, we really ate naturally. We ate our way through London. And they do very big breakfasts there. You know, a lot of us just have coffee. But breakfast, sausage, very thick bacon, eggs, pancakes, whatever. But they really do a great job with that. And everyone sits and talks to everyone else. Was Why not? And then you can go almost anywhere. Every day we planned another trip that was really great. And, you know, it's obviously most of them still are all into the royals. And you read about them every day. And you understand that Queen Elizabeth, who died at 90, 95, 96, wore the crown of her great-great-grandmother, Victoria. She was the longest-serving monarch. And people still talk about her with awe and reverence. Her husband died at 99. God bless them, right? And they were really good. King Charles, of course, we asked, you know, as many people as we got to see, what was their feeling about charge of Charles? And they liked him. And they seemed to like his wife now. No one had anything bad to say about any of them. But they do like their royal family and their crown. And you're going to get to like them, too. You're going to go through the palace on different tours, laugh at their television, at all their comedians, and certainly enjoy all the sights because that's what it's all, that's what really it's all about. And it rained, of course, every day. We were like drowned rats, really rain. I wore my favorite gloves, suede gloves with a cuff and to this day, now I went over Christmas, I picked them up and water comes out of them. We had wet. But for some reason, you don't mind it. And during the day, we we didn't eat in fancy places at all. We ate in pubs. And we had traditional English pies, chicken and mushroom pie, shepherd's pie, which is ground lamb, were delicious and very reasonable. And then at dinner, we had a list from all those who had visited at other times. We went to all these unusual restaurants that were really great. And, of course, Stonehenge, you want to go, if you can, to take a look. It's, it's about, if you've never done it, it's about 90 miles, according to my guidebook, southwest of central London. Now, you can take a bus tour, go on a guided tour, or use your own resources, which we did. You can use public transit. They say not to rent a car in the guidebook, but the truth is we 
hired a guide and a car, and we all fit in it, and I liked it. I thought it made a difference because then after we visited, we found, we did a little research, and we looked for a very quaint old town and an old inn that served lunch. And so our excursion became something special. And I think that you're going to enjoy that. And then it was sad to leave London, but an amazing city with amazing people and an enormous cultural life too, whether you go into the Tate or no matter what you choose to do, people are incredibly friendly. The restaurants are really terrific. We went to a wonderful family Italian restaurant, platters and platters of food. And every time someone had a birthday, it seemed they did every minute, they would sing, they would dance, they would parade around. The kids were mortified because, you know, they would make a big deal over, and we had two young kids with us, but they ultimately got used to it. And they ate things that they had never had before, which I thought was terrific. Cuttlefish, artichoke, and, of course, they loved the desserts. Burnt cheesecake with pears, that was really good. But everything was good, and you just let yourself open to all these experiences. And I promise you, you'll have a great time. It's an expensive city, but you can do it. The Some of the people we travel with, my daughter-in-law is working in London now. It's one of the reasons we all went. Um, Infinity Life is the name of her play, and... She was absolutely wonderful in it. And her parents came, her sister came, but her sister, who was traveling with a pal, they um, rented a B&B, an Airbnb, because they had the sister's little boy with them. And she thought a hotel might be too much because they were there for like six or seven days. And they rented a house in a lovely neighborhood. It was so reasonable. They did it online with a big backyard. The kid was playing soccer. He was near all the parks. London is so green that it's a pleasure. And I think that's why you don't mind the rain or the nasty because everywhere you look, it's green. And even though we're in January, flowers were blooming in window boxes everywhere. It's a great trip. And we were lucky. We got a good fare. If you can get a good fare, you can go to London for four days, five days, and really see a part of the world. And London is, everyone is talking about history and events. And there's a lot of anxiety about what's going on in the Middle East. And you sense it, and they want to talk about it. So anyway, back to the real world. We're back. We came into Kennedy Airport. Our airports are not civilized. First of all, to walk to a gate from our airport is unbelievable. It's, I don't know how people do it. And there are a lot of old people who travel. And really, to go to the gate, you need a lot of strength 
or you have to do what people do when they go to Florida. They all take wheelchairs. It's hysterical. The wheelchair brigade climbing on the plane. And then when they land in West Palm or wherever they're going, suddenly what happened to the wheelchair? They make a mad dash to try to get a car or a taxi. But anyway, London is a great trip. And you can go for just a, a couple of days. It takes me longer to go to the Hamptons. It was six hours to go to London, both coming and going. That's that's nothing, right? And we traveled British Air, which is terrific. You have your own private compartment if you're lucky. Anyway, it was lovely. And here we are back to the real world. And that's pretty good, too. The world is a mess, but we're all going to pitch in and try to make it a better place for the next generations to come. So I'm happy to be back. I wish all of you the best new year, and I'm thinking of you. Too bad I couldn't take you all with me, but maybe we'll do one of our entertaining trips. So happy new year, healthy new year, and wishing all of you all good things. I'm Joan Hamburg, and of course you're listening to the best WAVC radio. More ahead.